Hello there everyone, welcome once again to Two Guys Talking Craft. Uh, it'll be me, Adam Coots, alongside my fantastic friend Jared Kellner, who will just be coming along to join us in a little minute. And tonight we're going to dive into the wonderful world of instrumental preparation. Uh, thank you very much everybody for joining us. And... Um, yeah, we're on for a rip-roaring ride through the craft of acting technique. Here is Jared. Hey, Jared. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I always feel much better when you come and join me. That little bit yeah. of stuff I'm talking to myself, I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I was listening to you before you clicked the button to let me in. And I was wondering if you were going to attempt to speak in your amazing American accent. And then I would have to counter with my brilliant Scottish accent. But I don't know if we want to torture the people with... Uh, well, I think we've got to keep the people in suspense, Jared. We've got to keep them wanting to come back for more and more. Uh, so you might hear that at some point, everyone. And we have uh, loads of people joining us. Thank you very, very much. We have a hello from um, Elma. We have a hello from... Amy at Hypno with AC or um, Acting with Courage. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys, for episode seven, Jared. Mind blowing, right? Absolutely. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes. I, yeah, I guess uh, I was oh. just going to say that thank you. You, uh, you uploaded uh, all of the previous episodes. We now have a new link for where people can uh, listen to the old episodes. Absolutely. Hello, Indra. And, and um, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jared. That is our, that is our exciting news yeah. um, that you can now not only watch Two Guys Talking Craft on Instagram Live or on YouTube, but you can now, will we do a little drum roll? Dr drum roll it, Jared. Drum roll it for us. You can now also listen to us, not only on uh, uh, Anchor, which is a podcasting platform, but also Spotify. Which I think is really, really cool. Like, we, if you type in two guys talking craft into Spotify, you'll now find us and all our previous episodes. There's, there's five up there to choose from and to listen to. And Jared, I, I never thought I'd say this, but people can put us into playlists, like next to Taylor Swift and like Dr. Dre and stuff. Have you ever been next to Taylor Swift and Dr. Dre sandwiched between them at all? Or is, it's a unique experience, right? It is a unique experience. No, I have not. But that sounds like something I would want to dream about tonight. Hey, if anybody ever has, let us know in the chat. Absolutely. But hey, Jared, what have we gathered together for today to chat all about? What's our theme today? <sighs> Instrumental preparations, right? So you and I talk a lot about the importance of acting craft techniques and tools in order to help you fulfill the obligations of the script, whether it's an emotion or a character or a time and place or relationship, whatever those obligations may be. But one of the things that we haven't really touched upon is the work that an actor needs to do before they begin to do the work, right? The whole preparation piece of the puzzle, because if an actor does not take the time to properly prepare themselves mentally physically, emotionally, spiritually, to get themselves ready to do the work. Ultimately, what I think happens is you carry stuff, baggage from your personal life into the work that does not belong there, and you infect and affect the work. And so I think it's a, an actor's distinct responsibility to find specific 
instrumental preparation processes and tools that work on your body to help you get yourself out of the way so that you can be faithful and honor the intentions of the script. Mm, how, mm. how is that? Yeah, I think that, that's an amazing uh, yeah, analogy of what, what we're going to embark on today. And I think it's worth, you know, not taking anything for granted with the people that are, are tuning in today. It's maybe worth defining at this point what what the three main sort of instruments that uh, an actor might have at their disposal to prepare. And obviously there's loads of sort of sub uh, plots that kind of come off of that. But I, I guess as an actor, you have these three instruments of voice, body, imagination, or your mind to work with. Um, any, anything you'd like to add to that, Jared? I, mean, I think they probably all have subcategories uh, mm -hmm, in there, mm -hmm. but that's, that's uh, I mean, look, if, you, if that's all you think about, you're probably doing a ton more than most people. So. Absolutely, and it, and it always amazes me just how much people take for granted the, the preparation or or warm ups they can be doing to make sure that they're able to approach the job in the in the best way yeah. possible. That somebody might pour so much time and energy into making sure um, that they are emotionally connected and that they are maybe as naturalistic as possible and as truthful as possible within their acting, but they're also forgetting that we're storytellers and they're also forgetting that we need to hear the story, that, that, that our whole body's in, implicit in the communication of whatever we're trying to communicate. And if you're not practicing and warming that up in some way, then sure. you might get this half-baked effort because you're not given the attention that it needs, right? Sure. Yeah, I, mean, I think about how an actor puts a lot of emphasis and focus on trying to get to a very specific emotion and a very specific level of that emotion. But if they're not working on their voice and have the ability with their voice to communicate the words of the script or their body is not prepared in a way that expresses what's going on inside of them, just because they're in a place of feeling, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily doing anything to affect the audience. Exactly. Right? It's very self-serving. So, yes. so also think about professional athletes, professional dancers, professional musicians, most, most professions, the people in those professions that take it seriously, warm up, they prepare before they go out to do their job. And all too often actors want to, and I'm guilty of this too, and I'm sure you are too. I just want mm -hmm. to jump in and just let, let me, let me act. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Give me the script. Let me get in there. Let me do an improv. Let me just get to work because I really mm -hmm. like that give and take. I like feeling stuff. I, I like connecting with with, you know, with the other actor. I, I want to get to that part. But it, it, if you don't take the time to give the respect needed to the preparation phase, the quality of work that you're going to do at the beginning is probably less than what you could deliver if you did prepare. And you shouldn't be using the first 5, 10, 15 minutes of a performance to get yourself ready to do the work. You sort of use that, that first part to, as the on-ramp. No, you need, because look, the audience paid their money, right? They, yeah. they, want, they want to see from the moment that the lights go up, they want to see quality acting, right? You shouldn't be warming up while you're yeah. on stage. So do your work, do your warm-ups, yeah. do your preparation, get yourself ready. And, and ideally you get it into some kind of daily practice that you even do for a couple of minutes or something like that, that you find this private time that you, that you just have this cycle so that when you do get to the performance stage or when you're in the rehearsal room, 
you just have this process that you don't need to think about that you know what works for you and it's worth saying everybody it's very much an individual thing for each and every person what works yeah. but you know the things you need to do to get warmed up um to prepare yourself and to jump in um we have a little comment here jared from uh, elmo uh, work on your body voice and your mind uh, your mind still i just said we have to be a whole package full complete oh totally we love agree. it yeah, we love totally that agree. thank you very much for sharing um, but so, so, let me pose the question to the people that are, that are watching do, do, do you as actors do, do you agree with the comment that i made before that you just want to get to the good stuff right you want to get to the acting piece and so you you in the past have not devoted enough attention to the the warm-ups in order to get yourself ready because you just want to jump into it i i look i admit I, I have been guilty of it but i know that i do better work when i'm prepared when mm. i have I've gone through my preparation skills so just curious yeah. what, what other people are thinking well we had we had a very interesting comment there uh from Mathieu who says the more i warm up the more I stress out, I, I just accept where I am and I feel better, um, I must say. And I, for me, I, I don't know where you're coming from with that, which you without actually seeing what you're doing for your warm-up. And I think it's very important to highlight this point that what Jared and I are saying tonight is that you don't need to go through this rigorous process that seems like a stress to you, that you feel you have to warm up every inch of your body before walking on the stage to the point where it's a robotic thing. What, what we're saying is be aware and know the things that you maybe need to check in on and that's what it should be just a little check-in before you walk in um to a rehearsal room before you walk into an audition that's just going to put you in the best place possible for you you know and I, and I think if you're going through hours and hours worth of prep work then that's probably taken away from your actual act and what you're going to walk into you you want to get it down to having an implicit sort of knowledge of yourself and your process basically is, is and that takes time it's it's, it's not a quick process um, and I guess what we're sharing tonight, Jared, are, are things that people can add to their toolkits, things that, you know, we're not saying these are things that you have to do, but they're options for people uh, that we're going to share, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, agree. I agree. I, I think that every actor needs to find a series of preparation tools and processes that work for you and have a variety of them, because on Monday, the thing that you relied on may not work for you well on Tuesday. So, so long as you've got a variety of preparation processes and tools at your disposal, you'll be in good shape. The, the point here is don't jump over preparation to try to get to the acting piece because you need to be in it. If you're not prepared to work, you cannot work. Mm, you mm. may think that you can work. You may think that you're, um, you're being faithful to the script, but it, if, if you have not taken the time to prepare, and look, this is I, I'm this is verbatim from the Stanislavskis and the Strasbergs and the Misers and the Adlers and all and Eric Morris and all the master teachers, that if you don't take time to prepare your body, your mind, your spirit, your emotions, if you're not prepared to work, you cannot truly be present a hundred percent. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. Not fantastic. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it's it's a journey, right? It's it's a it's a real real journey to uh, to go on it. So. Um, without further ado, the, these exercises uh, that we're, we're going to share tonight, we really hope, you know, there's elements where you guys can join in at home if you're in a position to do so. Um, and please interact like you guys are doing right now. We are, we are literally here to, you know, add as much value as we can to uh, yourselves out there. And um, yeah, we, we just have a lot of fun sharing these together as well, don't we, Jared? So. <laughs> I just like listening to you talk. <laughs> and uh, picking up on the colloquialisms of my accent as well. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. And um, Jared, are we kicking off with yourself tonight? So I think between the two of us, we're going to cover three topics. I have uh, two instrumental preparations that I'll share. I'll sort of guide you through it. And I know that you're going to share with me and I'll be the student for a vocal prep. Um, the two that I'm going to share today, you know, I just want to cherish and honor uh, one of my teachers, Eric Morris, who had, I, look, I, I think that Stanislavski and Strasberg and Meisner and Adler, these are all master teachers, but I, I truthfully have not come across one system of acting that encompasses everything. And I think that Eric Morris's system does a, a really good job getting as close as possible to addressing every situation that you might be in. You may not be drawn to the antidote to the problem from his perspective, but his system is a complete system of acting. And so I've picked two of his preparation exercises to share with you. One is when you're mentally scattered. It's a, a, very, a simple process of asking yourself, how do I feel in order to overcome that, to get yourself prepared and ready to work? And then the other one is more of an ego preparation. When you are feeling less than, you're in the audition room and you're looking around and you're just not feeling right. You're, you're not feeling confident enough. You're feeling less than, not good enough. What do you do? What is the preparation process to get yourself back to a place where you can function as a human being? So I'll take you, you, Adam, and then yeah. hopefully the people will follow yeah. through. I'll take you through those two. And then what, what's yours? What, what am I going to be doing for you? No, fantastic. And um, I, I just noticed, Jared, as you were speaking there, we had a few comments come through, guys. And a huge part of what we do as part of these conversations, two guys talking craft, is we dive into to technique and we, we share that. So what we might do is we'll leave a bit of time for answering questions near the end of this this um, segment. Or have we got a little bit of time just now, Jared, to answer some of we? Well, I, I'm seeing um, a question from uh, Michael, which I think is a little off topic for what we're talking about today. So, um, Michael, if you could just shoot me a, a message and I'll, uh, I'll answer your question directly um, on cool. that. Uh, but if I, actually, I wrote a blog on, yeah. on this as well. If you want to go over to my website, uh, actorsapproach.com and look on the, uh, the blogs, there's a, a specific blog about crying on cue, but it's a topic for another day. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, yeah, just to, just to jump on to that, and if you stay the, the course with us today as well, uh, you'll also get something that, that I feel a lot of actors sleep on with their preparation vocally. Like they maybe focus on um, projection and they maybe focus on um, where their, you know, um, voice is coming from within their bodies and do sort of lots of breath work and stuff. But for me, the, the one that, that people sleep on quite a lot is articulation exercises. And I don't think people fully appreciate just how much tension they can be holding uh, round about this area, the face. They might be good at, at saying, I, I hold tension in my shoulders or I, I, you know, I hold tension in my neck or something like that. But, but the facial features is how much they can affect your articulation you know, as well. So I'll be sharing some of that later on in the session as well. I'm, I'm laughing because when I think about articulation, I think about, I had said this to you before, the, the difference in the way we pronounce the word G-I-R-L, you know, my, mine is deep in my mouth, it's girl, and yours yeah. is beautiful, it's girl. Girl, girl. Girl, yeah, like girl. yeah, yeah. 
do that do that at home if you want to people it's it's, it's fun i mean now that I... <laughs> yeah like yeah, say, say the word girl like an girl. american it's deep back in your throat girl girl right? girl. girl it doesn't feel right yeah. for you but yeah when i when i say girl i yeah i, I, don't know, I, feel, I feel like i'm at a higher status <laughs> which is something we're going to be talking about in one of the upcoming uh, absolutely sessions. yeah, yeah. fantastic uh, yeah. after this session i'm going to have a, a nice chat with my girl <laughs> yes yes great um all righty jared so let's let's dive in with these people let's let's sure. uh, get into the world of, of sharing our craft um and um yeah I, i'm gonna assume the role of the student here we go as if i imagine so the, the first instrumental preparation technique we're we're dealing with a situation where you are a little bit mentally scattered you're all over the place and you're not in a um, a feeling of being a hundred percent present and ready to go so the antidote to this one of many is a simple question of how do i feel and if you want to get up and move around you can but you're not obligated to if while you're doing this exercise you want to physically release some tension you can but it's not uh, an obligation what you're trying to do is become uh, aware and 100 percent present and so out loud you will actually ask yourself the question how do i feel and then you answer it with whatever comes to mind. And the answers could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be psychological. There's no right or wrong answer. And if something is triggered in you where you want to dig in a little bit deeper, how do I feel? And you answer, I feel nervous. Well, why do I feel like that? If it takes you down a path of trying to do some self-analysis, okay. Your body knows what to do before your head figures it out. But continually go back to that question and asking yourself out loud. And I think it's important to talk it out loud because when it's you know, said and spoken out to the universe, it exists. You can't deny it. Mm. If it's up in your head, you can deny it. Mm. So how do I feel? I feel sweaty under my armpits. How do I feel? I feel like I'm rushing. I feel like I haven't taken a breath. <sighs> that feels better. How do I feel? I feel like I've calmed down a little bit. And so if you can go through a series of those questions and it is okay to answer the question, how do I feel with, I don't know how I feel right now. I'm not, I'm mm. not able to, to put a word to it. I don't, I don't know. Well, how does that make me feel? Right. You just keep mm. on going. And mm. I think that you know that you're done with this exercise. I mean, as if you could ever like truly be done, but as done as you could be, when you get to a point where more often than not, the answer to the question is, I feel like I've explored everything. I feel like I, I'm done doing this. I feel like I'm ready to work. I feel like I'm present. I feel like I've shared all of the nonsense that I had carried in with me, right? So mm -hmm. not you're not obligated to sort of point yourself to that, but that's typically when you get to a place of feeling like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm ready, I'm ready to move on, then, then you are. Yeah. So yeah. give it a shot. And when you're done with this, you know, it'll, maybe it'll take two minutes, three minutes, whatever it takes. Let's just talk about what you experienced throughout. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll keep quiet. Uh, I'll make some mm -hmm. observations and then off you go. Cool. How do I feel? I feel hot because of this light. How do I feel? 
I feel slightly blinded by these, these bright lights as well. How do I feel? I feel framed, like I'm, in, I'm kind of framed in, in a shot right now. How do I feel? I feel limited in my communication. How do I feel? I feel relaxed. How do I feel? I don't know how I feel right now. How do I feel? I feel still. How do I feel? I think that's all I've got right now. I think that's me. Answer the question a little bit more with, um, let's just stick to physical right now. Let's mm. just categorically mm. answer it physically and see if that triggers something. Mm. Taste in your mouth, dryness of your mouth, uh, tension in your back, yeah. headache, body, just physical. Just see what you discover. Mm. How do I feel? I, I feel a, a bit of a dry mouth. How do I feel? I feel a bit of a dry throat. Uh, how do I feel? I feel a bit like I've got dry lips. How do I feel? I feel a little bit clammy. A little bit. How do I feel? I feel upright. Like I'm, I'm sitting upright. How do I feel? I feel that I'm slightly on my tiptoes. Flow into emotional responses now and see what happens. Mm. How do I feel? I feel open. How do I feel? I feel I don't know how I feel right now. Like I'm searching for something to say. I feel like, you know, uh, yeah, like I'm yeah, trying I to find the right I'm words. Searching. I'm searching. I'm searching for something to say. Okay. How do I feel? I feel on the spot. How do I feel? I feel stuck. That's a good one. How do I feel? I feel the pressure to speak to the pressure to perform. All right, so let's just pause for just a second. Just give yourself permission to decompress and, mm. and breathe. Mm. And let's just reflect back on, uh, I, I was taking some notes while you were talking. Yeah. Yeah. Just reflect back on some of the things that you said. I, I feel hot, I feel blinded, I feel framed, I feel limited, I feel still, I feel dry mouth, dry throat, dry lips. Mm. Look, if if you did not, or if you do not address all of these instrumental obstacles before you begin to do the work, all of that that you talked about is going to infect the script. It's going to affect the relationship. It's going to affect what you intended to do inappropriately. Mm. 
So acknowledging what it is, what those instrumental obstacles are, and finding a path to release them before you jump into the script mm. is truly important. Because if you bring into the script dry mouth, dry throat, dry lips, don't you think that that's going to affect your articulation? Mm -hmm. Don't you think that's going to affect your ability to communicate and be heard out in the back row of the theater? If yeah. you are feeling uh, limited, if you're feeling still, don't you think that that may affect your physical movement on stage? Mm. So by acknowledging everything that you're feeling in the, in the moment, it gives you the opportunity to address it so that you can put it to the side, get rid of it, and then be faithful to the work. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's your thought on all that? No, I, I can see it being hugely, hugely applicable, Jared. And I think, I think, you know, just being totally candid, like I, I didn't want to manufacture anything for for the exercise that you know I, I wasn't because that, that's it's an exploration that we're, we're yeah. playing. But I did start to notice things that, like, were maybe at a subconscious level stuff that I was aware of. Um, like, like I brought some water with me tonight, you know, being aware that I'm under some like lighting for like, obviously for yep. Instagram purposes that I do get quite hot. I brought the water with me. Had I articulated consciously why I brought that water? Well, well, no. And that's, that's quite useful actually, because it did make me feel like, well, hold on, I brought this water, but am I, am I actually using it for its purpose? You know? Um, and, and also I, I think to an extent, you know, I, I do feel quite relaxed, you know, in, in our conversations that we have, I, I do feel at ease and I, you know, like I, I know the guys that are logged in here and stuff, like generally quite positive people, all that stuff. So I was feeling kind of, kind of at ease, but I can see it totally flipping and being in an unfamiliar scenario or an sure. unfamiliar setting. And when your irrational brain starts to work overtime and you get caught up in the mess of that, taking that couple of steps back to reassess, yeah. to realign with, whoa, what's going on with my brain here? Let's, let's bring, it, bring myself back to being present and, yeah. and in this moment. And, and I guess that's what it really allowed me to do was just make me feel like I was, I was literally present in this moment. I wasn't thinking about what was coming next. I wasn't thinking what was coming before, which probably, hands, hands up there, I probably was thinking a bit like that because that's that's the sort of uh, patterns you fall into when you do something like sure. this. Sure. Right? We've got this coming up. We've just spoke about this. What do we need to speak about? But it just brought me back to being present. So yeah. that's probably quite a comprehensive answer to your to your question. It's great. Yeah. Purpose, yeah. The uh, the official name of this is called personal inventory, and it really is. It's it's you're taking a stock. You're taking an inventory of where you are. Uh, mm. and, and for sure, when you're doing work in class, exploring this, how do I feel? How do I feel in order to really align with what's going on inside of you so that you can move past it and then be faithful for the work is truly the start of every exercise that you're going to do, you know, that you should do, but that we do like when we're um, studying Eric's technique. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you start with it all. And within that as well, I like I was very aware just to notice things, but not make judgments about it. Is that is that part of this as well? Like that the mature was saying, he, you know, he can get himself into quite a stressed out state with his preparation. I mean, is it important not to make judgments like uh, I've got a dry mouth? Why didn't I bring water with me? Like a uh, stupid person or whatever, you know, like that you get into that realm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, and look, it's it's okay to feel what you feel, but if you don't even know that it's there, mm. that's when it's going to infect the work. Yeah. Uh, in a, yeah. But look, if you know, if I'm feeling just generally angry, you know, I'm I, I'm pissed off. I'm I'm angry at the world. I'm angry at this. I'm angry at that. Okay. 
I'm not necessarily saying that you have to uh, completely get rid of everything, but if you don't, if you're mm. not even aware of it, mm. it's going to influence the work in some in some level. Absolutely. It is a, there's a comment. Um, let's see from Elma. Um, we've got to leave the silly thought that we're going to be taken an exam on the stage and instead enjoy the process. <laughs> I keep, yeah. Yeah, this, uh, this is supposed to be fun, right? Mm, I keep telling mm. myself backstage right before the play, enjoy it because that's what you love to do. It's so true, right? This is supposed to be fun. And if you're not having fun, yeah. something's wrong, right? Yeah. If this is torture for you, something is wrong. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and usually it's something you can look inward to yeah. to solve that problem hence why this technique very powerful right? yep all right yeah. good so let's let's take a, a pause from that instrumental preparation tool personal inventory put that to the side for a minute and let me be your student fantastic okay we're flipping around let's do the magic uh, yeah. flip between coach and student <laughs> oh you look so student -y. that's great right okay uh, fabulous right uh, so just to give you guys a bit of a framework as to where this is coming from, um, I, I mentioned at the start that, that quite often an area that people sleep on vocally um, in their preparation is, is articulation. They maybe focus a lot on the breath, focus a lot on projection, but they maybe just don't quite highlight just how important it is to be able to, be able to articulate, <laughs> as I just uh, presented just now, be able to articulate the, the lines that you're saying. And, of course, we want to get into the realm of this truth, truthful, naturalistic acting, right? And we're going to appreciate within that that uh, while we're talking naturally, if we're, if we're kind of trying to break down the barricades of like, I'm, I'm not really performing as such, you've got to appreciate that your accent and your voice has certain areas that will be weaker than others, right? And I, I've learned that the hard way with a Scottish accent, like we don't pronounce our T's. Like if I was if I was full on going for my accent, it would be like but instead of but. <laughs> so I, and that's something that I and it's going back to that individualistic awareness of what you need to prepare. That T sound is something that I keep coming back to as I, I need to really focus on that because if I don't, then chances are I'm going to be up there on stage and I'm going to miss out those those T's. And and if people can't hear what I'm saying, if they can't get the sense of the actual lines that, I, that I'm saying, then it's pointless. I shouldn't even be speaking in the first place. And you might say, think, uh, oh, say to be or not to be uh, w without the T's. What does that sound like? Well, th this is the thing. It's in the Scottish accent. It can, it can, it's kind of just when it comes to the end of a word. That's, that's when we don't pronounce the T. So it'd be like, don't, want, but. It would be like that. But to be or not to be, we, we would say the T's on that. But this is what I'm talking about. So it's that intimate sort of knowledge of knowing like, okay, this is where my T's go away, you know? So, and you might think I'm really going quite um, microscopic here. You might think, come on, Adam, is this really that Good much though. of a thing? But I don't know if you heard this story, Jared, but over here in the UK, I think it was about a, a year and a half ago now, like maybe 18 months ago, there was a show on the BBC and there was tons of complaints in there because these actors, I think it was taboo. I think it was this Tom Hardy BBC drama. And they were saying that these actors that were on taboo, they couldn't hear them. They were, they were mumbling. Like they literally couldn't hear what was coming out of their mouths. And they were mic'd up and stuff, but they were like, couldn't hear it. And yeah, again, that, that goes down to 
a little bit of articulation work, like, yeah. and it would have been uh, hard. You know, I, I have that focus. conversation with my wife a lot when we're watching. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I've got the volume. Well, I'm like, I can't understand anything they're saying. Like, I'm I'm hearing noise, but I can't understand a word they're saying. Totally, totally. And, and hopefully, this what we're waiting to do just now, which is which is tweaks to your articulation. It's just that it's a tiny tweak. It's not going to turn you into a a Shakespearean actor, a Lawrence Olivier, or a John Gilgood talking you know, all posh and everything like that. That's, that's not the aim here. The aim here is to maybe start to identify those, those sounds that you're weak in and to have it as a, as a part of your, your warm-up. So enough preamble, we'll, we'll get to it, Jared. And, um, I, and this, I, I is just, this is just, uh, for now, articulation as opposed to accent? Yeah, totally, totally. Just working in, on articulation and isolation. But you're right, once you start to get a handle on this and your own personal articulation that you have in your own voice, your own accent, then you yeah. can work on other accents from there because that is your foundation, that's your standpoint, right? <laughs> um, so first of all, I always like to, whenever I do any articulation work, is just do some work around this area here, the face, the neck, the lips, the tongue, like we get that warmed up, we get you know that, that generated because that's the thing that's all working for us as we articulate different different consonant sounds and stuff. So Jared, if you don't mind, I'm gonna talk yes. you through a little process. If you guys wanna join in on this at home as well, uh, please do and I'll try and be as prescriptive as possible uh, vocally with, with what I'm doing. So first of all, Jared, you're gonna take uh, two fingers of each hand and you're gonna bring it to your temples here. And you're going to just start massaging the temples in a nice circular motion, nice slow circular motion, massaging those temples. Sometimes we hold a lot of tension in there. And then you just want to gently apply some pressure here. Just press into those temples, not too hard. You don't want to squeeze it, but just gentle pressure. And then when you feel that you've pressed there just enough, you can let go of those temples. Fantastic. Um, next. You want to warm up your hands a little bit, get them nice and warm. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take our two hands. You're going to give yourself a nice rub down your face, all the way down to the jawline. And if you want to leave the jawline hanging as you go down, please do. The jawline hanging down there. Oof. And I'll just rub the face down again. I hope you have clean hands if you're doing this. <laughs> Everybody's sanitizing now nowadays anyway, so there's no problems there. Good. Okay. This under here, under your chin, like this neck area here, is actually like part of your tongue muscle. And obviously when it comes to articulation, your tongue muscle is doing an awful lot of work for you. This bit is very neglected in, in warm-ups. And, and we can be kind to this bit, right? You can just take your thumbs and just underneath your chin, just give this a little bit of a massage. A little bit of a massage. And believe it or not, yeah, quite a lot of tension can be held underneath here. And it's just loosening it off. Okay. I'll spare you the uh, the jaw <laughs> shake today, but you, you could. If you <laughs> could <laughs> <laughs> you can do the classic actor shake of the jaw. Exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. But we'll, what we will go to is our, is our tongue a little bit. Now, I don't know right now. You guys watching and, and, and Jared, how much your tongue is, is, is part of your, your warm up just now. Like for me, it's one of the fundamental parts that I look at um, is because I, I do make quite unique sounds with my accent. <laughs> and so I need to just be aware of yeah what, what my tongue's doing. So um, I don't know if you're, you've got this talent, uh, Jared. I think it's one of those things you've either got or you don't. 
to roll your tongue. Can you roll your tongue? Show me. Like that. Mm. You can roll it. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. No, not many people can, can do it. Apparently, it's something you can either do or not do. If you can't roll your tongue, don't worry. Just try. Try your best. So what we're going to do, Jared, is you're going to point out your tongue. You're going to point it. Uh, they're going to roll it. And then you're going to try and make a scoopy bowl shape with your tongue. Like your bowl, your, your tongue is a bowl that can have salad in it or something, right? So <laughs> scoopy bowl. Show me scoopy bowl. So go point. Roll. Scoopy bowl. <laughs> it's one of those moments, isn't it? It's one of those moments where you think a couple of months ago, if you told me I was on an Instagram live with a mad guy from Scotland doing point roll Scoopy bowl, I'd be like, what? Right, here we go. Point roll Scoopy bowl. I hope you're enjoying that one at home. You'd repeat that for a couple of times, but Moody, have you got any? any saliva that's dripped out your mouth there. We give it, give it a wipe. This one is a massive workout. This is the final part we're going to do before we move into some articulation exercises. What you're going to do is you're going to take your tongue and you're going to move it between your teeth and your gums. Okay, so like you're going to place it in front of your teeth and just place your gum over the top of your tongue, all right? So it's, it's placed between there, okay? Are you slotted into place there, Jared? Yep. What we're going to do is and it's hard to show this one visually, but hopefully I can describe it to you. Once it's slotted there, you are going to move it. See, slotted. I didn't say my keys. <laughs> slotted. Once it's slotted there, you're going to move it in a clockwise direction, right, for eight. Then you're going to move it anti-clockwise for eight. Then we go six. Then we go six, four, four, two, two. So we'll do it together, all right? Um, here we go. So. Placing it your tongue, uh, your teeth, and your gums, and here we go. Eight. Eight the other way. Six now. Six the other way. Four. And relax, oh. chill, chill, chill. Wow. How's your tongue feel? <laughs> oh my God, it's exhausting. It's a workout, eh? It's an absolute workout. And what we've done there is just really put our tongue to work because at the end of the day, that's the thing that works for us when we're articulating, when we're using yeah. these sounds. And you don't give it that workout, you don't give it that, that ability to, to work and move, then it's going to be lazy for you. That, that, that's how I feel anyway. So that's a big one, right? Um, and from there, we're now going to do some consonant-based articulation exercises. We're going to use some vowels in here as well, but basically you can warm up all of your consonants using this this rhythm, right? Do you know if there's any particularly weak in your accent, Jared, ones that you sort of miss out on or is particular to your accent? or Not that I'm aware of, but maybe I'll yeah. discover something along the way. Possibly, possibly. So um, first of all, this is a nice all-round one. This is a nice one that covers quite a few. It goes budiga, budiga, Hatika, hatika. So you, you, you vocalize, you punch the budiga, budiga, and you feel your tongue. For me, it's hitting the ridge. 
behind my teeth here, Badiga, Badiga, and then it's a softer approach for the Patika, Patika, yeah, that you're just caressing the ridge, Sorry. yeah, so you're, you're kind of hitting it on the Badiga, Badiga, and then caressing on the Patika, Patika, so um, I'll do it once so you can hear it, Jared, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to do it, okay, so Badiga, Badiga, Patika, Patika, and just keep it on repeat, go for it. Badaga, badaga, pataka, pataka. Badaga, badaga, pataka, pataka. Badaga, badaga, pataka, pataka. Badaga, badaga, pataka, pataka. Fantastic. It's like, it's like we're part of some strange cult now, isn't it? Really, that we're <laughs> I don't know doing doing some mad prayers to the rain gods or something. Um, but yes, so already we've warmed up our our buzz, our dins, our gas, our paz, yep. our Tez as well, yeah? Just by doing that that short exercise, you've already hit about five consonants. If you have a particular one that you really feel might be weak in your accent, then what you can do is this. It's sort of a, a cycle of one, two, three, four, five, six sounds um, that you can do with any consonant, okay? So for me, I already mentioned I'm weak with my T sound, so I might do a little bit of this. I might go two te ti tai to two two te ti tai to two two te ti tai to two two so what i'm doing there is i cycle through a lot of the vowel sounds yes two te ti tai to two yeah that's that's filling all the vowel sounds but it's hitting that consonant each and every time that i'm going through so for me it's the the t sound that i do you can literally pick any consonant sound you want to to do that with so um do you have one in mind that you you might want to to go with consonant wise uh with the k uh, k k k k sound yeah. okay so here we go like this ku k ki kai ko ku ku k ki kai ko ku ku k ki kai ko ku ku Wonderful, wonderful. And I see your, 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 your mouth is working overtime there. There's loads and loads of articulation going on there. Is it, and you can literally... Are you, sh should I intend to like uh, over-exaggerate um, the movement? Is is there a benefit to that or or not? It, it can be t totally up to you. It, it really can. You can really mm. go over the top with it. Like you can you can exaggerate it and, and, and go, you know, 10 out of 10 with it, you know. If you really want to... Yeah, for, for me, what I find is useful is, is to sort of refine it and just just all I'm trying to do is just emphasize the, those consonant sounds um, as I'm saying it and, and bring myself to an awareness of them. Yeah, a bit like you were, you were doing an awareness of what's going on in your body and what's sure. going on in your emotions and stuff. It's what's going on in your mouth when you're making those sounds. So it becomes less of this subconscious thing to the point where I'm thinking, oh, my tongue is hitting that place in my mouth when I say that letter, you know? So when I'm saying that letter, probably it's, it's, it's hitting the ridge of my mouth, you know? Or it's hitting the, the back of my teeth. And then I, then I can really have an awareness of that as, as I'm going into saying those sounds. Yeah, that's, I'm thinking about the placement of my tongue on the different consonants and ha how it changes with with like the, the P sound or the T sound. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's you, like you don't normally think about it, but to, to stop and give proper thought, give it, give it its proper attention, pay respect to this part of the preparation uh, process is it's beautiful. Absolutely. And I think it's very similar philosophy to what you were saying um, with that Eric Morris technique earlier on. It, it, it is that. It, it's, um, I think the, the purpose of preparation and of warm-up 
is just bringing yourself to an awareness of your own body and what's happening to it. And, and I think Mature that brought up that fantastic thing at the start saying it stresses them out sometimes, warm-ups. It, it does. And it, and it should almost have the opposite effect, right? That you have this short sort of practical approach that you can just check in on parts that you know you need to check in for. So like physically for me, I need to check in on my shoulders. I always have tension in my shoulders and then yet again i just focus on these articulation sounds because i feel that's mm. quite key for me as an actor to check in with Will we do one more for the good of the order jared one more sure. sound like this yeah, please. um so um let's go for the s sound this time so uh, i'll do it first and then you can r respond so here we go su say see si so su su say see si so su su say see si so su su go for it Su say si sai so su su say si sai so su su say si sai so su su. Fantastic! It's just like a mad language or something. Like what do you feel your tongue doing on that s's? What do you feel? Yeah, it's like it's it's behind my my teeth. Su su like at the the top behind my teeth. Su mm. say si, and it's like flicking. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Flicking up, and and I imagine, right? We're going back into you asked the question about can we use this for accents? Well, if we start to pick apart what my tongue does during the ruh sound and what your tongue does yeah. during your ruh, then we, you you said it's at the back of your mouth, it's at the back of your throat. You can really start getting specific yeah. about sounds, and it no longer becomes this thing that you're just trying to key into. But there's actually like you know this physio physiological reason yeah. to yeah. accent, you know. Um, yeah, like I, I if I wanted to say the word "girl" like you, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not swallowing my tongue. It's it's flicking. Guttle. It's very much in the in the front yeah. of the the mouth as opposed to back. Yeah, absolutely. So so this this is yeah one to warm up, but two can be the foundations for for working on accent work sure. as well. Um, but Jared, Jared, I, I that is. All I'll share just now, re-articulation and stuff, I'm just, I'm looking at the time. It just flies by, doesn't it, this, this, this time? So um, I, I, we will, we'll revert back, uh, okay. swap places again, and I'm going student. Boom, there we go. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine uh, on the um, on the podcast, if they're just listening and not actually watching a video of it, they'll have no mm -hmm. idea what we're doing. <laughs> and hey, I think I quite like it that way. Spotify listeners, if you're if you are listening on the podcast version, you have no idea what we just did. You know you're gonna have to tune in. Two guys talking craft, Instagram Live, every two weeks on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. so the other instrumental preparation is in the category of ego preparations, and I'm not using the word ego negatively. I'm talking about your your ego, and. It's not having an ego, it's your ego. So a really good example of this is the, the feeling of being less than, not being good enough when you're at uh, an audition, right? You're looking around, they're younger than me, they're more you know, fit than me, they've got more experience than me, they're, I'm never gonna get this, I'm not as talented, you can, you know, all this self-doubt negative talk. It puts us into a very bad state. And so when you're feeling not good enough, one of the things that you can do as an antidote to help alleviate that negative talk, that feeling of not, not being good enough and, and elevate your ego to a place where you're feeling confident is to list out loud all of your accomplishments and all of your best qualities. 
I articulated my T's with instead of saying quality <laughs> qualities, I said qualities. Yeah, qualities. Yeah, there we go. You pick it up. Yeah, I was very conscious of that. So, yeah. it, if you're feeling less than, it's because you're giving more weight to the negative self-talk and not encouraging yourself to recognize that you've accomplished a tremendous amount and you have some beautiful qualities about you. And so the process then is sometimes you'll you'll want to do it quietly or find a, a place that's private for you, but it's it's best to speak it out loud so that you can hear it instead of just think it. But out loud, similar to the other process where you're asking yourself, how do I feel? You're just going to list all of the things that you've accomplished in your life. List all of the wonderful qualities that you have, right? Mm. All, all the training that you have, all the personal and business and theatrical uh, accomplishments, all the awards that you've ever won, um, beautiful qualities about yourself in terms of being a, a husband, um, a, a son, a friend, whatever you, you feel are your good qualities, just list them out and just keep mm. on talking. And even though you may feel like you're faking it, fake it till you make it. Just keep mm. on going. Don't stop. And at some point, you cross over that bridge of this negative self-talk and you begin to realize that, hey, things are not so bad. I'm not so different than all the other people. They don't have a leg up on me. I have qualities and accomplishments that make me just as worthy of this particular job as them. Mm. No, so if fantastic. you're willing to share, yeah, you know, absolutely. Up, I'm sorry, one more thing. If it helps, you may want to put your body into a position that feels confident. Because sometimes mm. when you're sitting all slouch and looking down and trying mm. to pump your ego, you're yeah. short-circuiting yourself. So you can put your body into a position, chest yeah. up, head up, you know, feeling big and strong and confident mm. aids in this process too, I found personally. Yeah, no, it's this, that physiological thing, right? And, yep. and there's science in this, right? That they actually train people that are maybe public speakers to stand with this powerful stance as they sort of, uh, you know, the, the communicate and like, uh, there's definitely things in that. Um, but no, I, I'd be more than happy to share. And, and what I was thinking as well, Jared, is this is hugely applicable to people at, at home as well that are watching on IG Live right now, that they can share their, their achievements, their accomplishments as well. Yeah, they've got and the privacy of their own home right now to do that. They can do it yeah. as well privately. And, and I think that is it, isn't it? We're, we're so guilty of not being kind to ourselves. We're so guilty of being trapped in negative thoughts of putting pressure on ourselves. And yep. this is a very valuable, valuable exercise. So no, I'd be more than happy to share. All so, right, so uh, off you go. All of your amazing accomplishments and all of your wonderful qualities that make you, you. I hugely value the fact that I've been able to build alongside uh, yourself as well, Jared, this, this wonderful community that, that we talk to every two weeks and can communicate with online and add, add value to um, that started from zero. It started from nothing and now, you know, that, that's going on. I hugely value in Aberdeen that I, I run a professional theatre company, which um, I co-run with a friend, um, Cameron, that before we started that, there was no professional theatre in our area in the northeast of Scotland that was producing new work and producing um, alternative work to musicals and all that stuff. I hugely um, value and appreciate the fact that I was privileged to have the opportunity to train for three years as an actor down in London and do the thing that I loved 
for three years and understood it was a very competitive thing to to have to you know to get into and not everybody gets that opportunity and i i feel hugely grateful for that opportunity um and also from that that i get to pass on the skills that that i learned to, to other people as well and hopefully help them out in their their careers um, adam let me let me offer up a little side coaching here to sort of uh stoke the fire mm. be, be more selfish right yeah yeah. I studied in London. I was the best in my class. There was, there was nothing in Aberdeen in terms of professional theater before I came along. Me and my, and, and my mate Cameron, we created a, this massive uh, theater company and we have, we have impacted so many people. Be selfish, right? Fantastic. Pump your ego All right. up. Ramp up. So the company in itself, we've got on now 11 productions and we've managed to perform to around about nearly 30,000 people which is an amazing feat. It's like a football stadium worth of people. <laughs> um, I feel incredibly grateful and um, yeah, pumped about the fact that I have worked with some amazing actors um, out there throughout my career. And um, yeah, that I feel that I'm part of that. I'm part of that, that, that gang that, I, that I've been acting with as well. I've worked with amazing theatre companies, some of the best over here in the UK, National Theatre Scotland, uh, National Theatre and the globe and all that stuff i feel hugely hugely lucky and uh, appreciative that, that i i got that and um, <laughs> i'm turning in <laughs> i'm just catching myself here yeah. i should be talking this up and i'm like valuable appreciative what kind of a, a husband and friend are you yeah right? what, um, what's so your great I'm, qualities yeah i'm incredibly loyal and if i say i'm going to do something then i'll do it and i have determination and if I face any challenges and obstacles and I drive through that and I get to the end of those obstacles, I find a way to get through. I understand that failure is, is synonymous with success. And if you want to get to success, you have to go through that. Um, I am attentive and caring and generous. And I always listen to the person that I'm, I'm talking to. Um, and I like to think that I can add value in, in that sense that I'm a good listener. Um, yeah <laughs> all right so we'll, we'll push pause on it there so how do you feel right now so you know what jump into how do i feel right now how do i feel i feel my heart's full how do i feel i feel um you know a, a weight off my shoulders i feel light i feel very open and um yeah like happy and and, and safe and i feel positivity so of coursing through my my body right now Good, good, yeah. So look, when you are feeling less than, when you're feeling not good enough, you can be selfish here, right? And it's okay to be selfish here. You can pat yourself on the back and talk all about your accomplishments and your amazing qualities and just inflate your ego to get yourself out of that negative space so that you can function successfully as an actor at the audition or on stage. It's no. a beautiful antidote to the problem. Uh, definitely, definitely. And, and, and I was, when you first brought up this as well, I don't know the exact statistics, but we have something like 20,000, 30,000 thoughts a day. It's, 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 it's a lot, a lot of thoughts. That, that it's maybe more than that. I don't know. But they reckon that about 80% of it along those lines are negative thoughts. That these thoughts are repeating thoughts that just go in our heads again and again and again. And unless we consciously make an effort to shift that and, mm. and sort of take control of these thoughts, they, they will take over. And we, we, we will come from a default place of, as you say, comparing ourselves to others or 
worrying about are we good enough or you, you just what's mentioned something there's a note in here one of the posts uh from, from elmo wish i keep picturing meryl streep before plays that image breaks my ego into pieces right and so I, like i'm looking at that as by comparing yourself to meryl streep and all of her amazing talents and accomplishments it puts you into a feeling of being less than well put if you know that that's something that sabotages you and makes you feel less than just put that to the side if it happens to come up because you're in a pattern of some kind okay but do the ego preparation what are your best qualities what are what, what are the things that you have accomplished in your life there are things mm. that you've done that Meryl Streep has never even contemplated because you're two totally different human beings. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and that's a killer, right? The, the minute you start thinking about other people, their accomplishments, what they've done, because you'll never fully know or be able to articulate the process that they've had to go through yeah. to get to that place, right? Like to, to, for Meryl Streep to be Meryl Streep, you, you don't know her journey. You know, and like, Elma, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing that comes to your head. I think that's a natural thing. Like, I really love and adore Robert De Niro, for instance. And like, I, I look at him, I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd love to do the stuff that he's done. Like, it's a very, very natural thing, you know. Um, so we feel oh, bad I, about I it. I misunderstood. But. I misunderstood saying that, uh, no, it, it gives her focus. Uh, that that's uh, so, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Look, yeah. that, that's a beautiful thing then, right? So if if envisioning Meryl Streep behind you is the motivation, then if you want to do this uh, ego preparation, right? This I'm not feeling good enough and I look and okay, now I'm motivated, great. You know, uh, you can make up accomplishments, right? You can go on an imaginary, you know, monologue or dialogue about things that have happened. And, you know, you've got in your magic, in your magic pocket, you've got a letter from Meryl Streep complimenting you on the quality of your work and inviting you to come study with her or be in her next film. But you can go, you can pump up your ego through that imagination as well. Um, and and um, I think Mature, he says, that, so, so the, a big purpose in this is to become more present as well. And is that is that a fair comment, Jared? Uh, I, I think yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I think all of it, I think all the preparation, all of warm up, it should be, that should be the purpose. How, how do you get yourself into a framework where you're going to be more present for that moment and, and leave that baggage that Jared was talking about at the start of this behind because it's going to affect your overall yep. performance? Um, yeah, John, it's I'm the preparation there. phase, right? It, it's getting yourself ready to be ready to do the work. And if you're not prepared to get rid of all of the garbage that you've brought into the theater, that you've brought on set, if you haven't taken time to get rid of that so that you can be present and open and vulnerable and affectable, you're not serving the piece. You're not serving the director. You're not serving the production. You're not serving the other actors, right? You're not doing your job. You're imposing your personal issues on top of the piece that just don't belong there. So prepare, prepare, prepare. And making the job harder for yourself, harder than it has to be as well. You know, you're, by doing this, you're making it an easier road <laughs> to be able to access these things that you need to do in your job as well, isn't yeah. that? Sure. Um, I'm hugely aware of the Instagram time constraints that we have, Jared. We have like 90 seconds. Off. 90 seconds in this last 90 seconds do you want to tell uh the people what you've got going on over this next little while um is, is, is sure, i'll up go real quick that? so you, you can find me obviously on instagram or at my website uh, actors approach but i'm also involved in something called the atlanta actor summit uh so check out some of my instagram posts 
um, Get Scene Studios is hosting the Atlanta Actors Summit, and so I'll be teaching um, a course uh, for that summit that's coming up at the end of November. So get your tickets for that too. Fantastic. No, What's going on by you? Oh, hey, you can you can find me on here. You can find me on YouTube. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely check out Two Guys Talking Craft on Spotify now. We hugely appreciate that. I don't know how you can follow and stuff on there. Please do. Mature says um, he liked this, Jared, because it wasn't just about relaxing. Yeah. It was about like being present, which is which is fantastic. Like um, we hope that you find a way to become present as as people, as actors, um, and you use some of this to to help and find your journey, your path, and the things that are right for you. We wish you a wonderful evening. Thank you very much for for Thank joining you, us. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jared. Thank you so much. I'll speak to you very soon, my friend. Goodbye, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Go and speak to your girl now. <laughs>